नमस्कार ऑन द ईव ऑफ इंडिपेंडेंस डे श्री ऑरबिंदो वॉज आस्ड बाई दल इंडिया रेडियो तिरुचिरापल्ली टू राइट अ मैसेज विच कैन बी रेड आउट फॉर ब्रॉडकास्ट ऑन द ईव ऑफ इंडिपेंडेंस डे एंड दिस इज द मैसेज विच वी आर रीडिंग आउट हेयर विच वॉज ब्रॉडकास्ट ऑन ऑगस्ट फोर्टींथ नाइनटीन फोर्टी सेवन इट्स अ वेरी स्पेशल रेलिवेंस एंड इम्पॉर्टेंस इवन नाउ Shri Aurobindo's five dreams uh, it can be titled as August 15th 1947 is the birthday of free india it marks for her the end of an old era the beginning of a new age but we can also make it by our life and acts as a free nation an important date in a new age opening for the world for the political social cultural and spiritual future of humanity august 15th is my b- own birthday and it is naturally gratifying to me that it should have assumed this vast significance i take this coincidence not as a fortuitous accident but as a, the sanction and seal of the divine force that guides my steps on the work with which i began life the beginning of its full fruition indeed on this day i can watch almost all the world movements which i hope to see fulfilled in my own lifetime though then they looked the, like impracticable dreams arriving at fruition or on their way to achievement in all these movements free india may well play a large part and take a leading position the first of these dreams Uh, is a revolutionary movement which would create a free and united india india is free but she has not achieved unity at one moment it almost seemed as if in the way in the very act of liberation she would fall back into the chaos of separate states which preceded the british conquest but fortunately it now seems probable that this danger will be averted and a large and powerful do not yet a complete union will be established also the wisely drastic policy of the constituent assembly has made it pro- probable that the problem of the depressed classes will be solved without schism or fissure but the old communal division into hindus and muslims seems now to have hardened into a permanent political division of the country it is to be hoped that this settled fact will not be accepted as settled forever as anything more than a temporary expedient for if it lasts india may be seriously weakened even crippled civil strife may remain always possible possible even a new invasion and foreign conquest india's internal development and prosperity may be impeded her position among the nations weakened her destiny impaired or even frustrated this must not be the partition must go let us hope that they may come about naturally by an increasing recognition of the necessity not only of peace and concord but of common action by the practice of common action and the creation of means for that purpose in this way unity may finally come about under whatever form 
the exact form may have a pragmatic but not a fundamental importance. But by whatever means, in whatever way, that division must go. Unity must and will be achieved for it is necessary for the greatness of India's future. Ah, another dream is for the resurgence and liberation of the peoples of Asia and her return to her great role in the progress of human civilization. Asia has risen. Large parts are now quite free or are at this moment being liberated. Its other still subject or partly subject parts are moving through whatever struggles towards freedom. Only a little has to be done and that will be done today or tomorrow. There India has her part to play and has begun to play it with an energy and ability which already indicates the measure of her possibilities and the places she has stake in the Council of Nations. My third dream is a word union forming the outer basis of a fairer, brighter and a nobler life of all mankind. That unification of the human word is underway. There is an imperfect initiation organized but is struggling against tremendous difficulties. But the momentum is there and it must inevitably increase and conquer. Here too, India has begun to play a prominent part if she can develop that larger statesmanship which is not limited by the present facts and immediate possibilities but looks into the future and brings it nearer. Her presence may make all the difference between a slow and timid and a bold and swift development. A catastrophe may intervene and interrupt or destroy what is being done. But even then, the final result is sure. For unification is a necessity of nature, an inevitable movement. Its necessity for the nations is also clear. For without it, the freedom of small nations may be at the moment in peril and the life even of the large and powerful nations insecure. The unification is therefore to the interests of all and only human imbecility and stupid selfishness can prevent it. But these cannot stand forever against the necessity of nature and the divine will. But an outward basis is not enough. There, there must grow up an international spirit and outlook. <coughs> international forms and institutions must appear. Perhaps such developments as dual or multilateral citizenship willed interchange or voluntary fusion of cultures, nationalism will have fulfilled itself and lost its militancy and would no longer find these things incompatible with self-preservation and the integrality of its outlook. A new spirit of oneness will take hold of the human race. The fourth dream is the spiritual gift of India to the world has already begun. India's spirituality is entering Europe and America in an ever-increasing measure. That movement will grow amidst uh, the disasters of the time. More and more eyes are turning towards her with hope and there is even an increasing resort not only to her teachings but to her psychic and spiritual practice. The fifth 
dream is a step in evolution which would raise man to a higher and larger consciousness and begin the solution of the problems which have perplexed and vexed him since he first began to think and to dream of individual perfection and a perfect society this is still a personal hope and an idea an ideal which has begun to take hold both in india and in the west on forward looking minds the difficulties in the way are more formidable than in any other field of endeavor but difficulties were made to be overcome and if the supreme will is there they will be overcome here to if this evolution is to take place since it must proceed through a growth of the spirit and the inner consciousness the initiative can come from india and although the scope must be universal the central movement may be hers uh so such is the content which i put into this date of india's liberation whether or how far this hope will be justified depends upon the new and free india so what shri aurobindo enunciated at the dawn of india's independence uh, this is something which is quite uh, diverse to india's twist with destiny speech of prime minister jawaharlal nehru and interestingly on uh, india's 75th independence day prime minister narendra modi brought about the panch pran uh, the five the pentet of pledges so the aspiration and uh, the inspiration what the indic civilization has brought all to us i think this is all uh, noteworthy for us shri orbindo's five dreams and uh, these were mentioned and uh, emphasized upon on the state of the union address the vijayadashmi address as we call it by sir sang chalak shri mohan bhagwat ji uh, so we hope uh, this shri orbindo's five dreams for india speech which was relayed uh, uh on uh, august 14 1947 would come uh, really handy for all of us to meet the collective aspirations uh, for this great nation thank you